My name is Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. This week, we're going to tackle some questions from you, the listeners. How did you propose and build up the confidence to propose to your fiancé? For those of you who don't know, I got engaged this past March. Leading up to it, I actually didn't think I'd be that nervous. After all, I had the ring, I knew what her answer would be, and I'd planned a pretty low maintenance and foolproof engagement. Unfortunately, I was completely incorrect. Rather than waltz through the day like any other normal day, I was inundated with an anxiety. Cold sweats to the point of shaking, trouble keeping my thoughts straight, the list really goes on. It has to be one of the closest times I've ever been to a full-blown panic attack, That is, if I didn't actually have one, which is entirely possible I did. I think the key to feeling comfortable with all of it is just focus on why you're doing it rather than the details that seem to beat you down. Just always remember that it's for two people and two people only, so the outside pressure from friends and family doesn't necessarily help while leading up to it. And I promise you, the second it's done, all of your emotions will flip from that nervous, angsty feeling I just described to complete elation and relief. Are the scaries as bad now that you work for a company that you helped start? I have to be honest, after leaving my full-time job in January, I thought my Sundays would get a little bit tougher. After all, my old job was everything I had wanted at the time. I was getting paid full-time to be a writer and podcaster. But weirdly enough, the opposite happened. My routine wave of anxiety somehow mellowed out. While I'm not exactly sure why, I do have a guess. I think it might have to do with not having superiors to answer to anymore. These days, it kind of feels like everything just blends together. It's not an I'm so busy feeling or anything, but just because I know that everything I put into my new business is something that I directly get something out of. I see immediate dividends from my work rather than feeling like my work goes unnoticed or underappreciated. And don't get me wrong, starting your own business is scary as hell, but it's also one of the most freeing feelings I've ever encountered. What are some of your overall fashion rules? I actually recently did a large unfollow on Instagram, and most of the accounts I unfollowed were streetwear accounts that I simply had no need for anymore. So much of fashion is related to hype and influence, hence Instagram's major role in telling people what's cool. Whether it's an influencer or a targeted ad to you, you're constantly being berated with things you should be wearing rather than things you actually like. A lot of people who consider themselves to be stylish aren't really that stylish at all. They just fit the mold, buy what's cool, and move on once a trend dies. I don't really want to be like that, which is why unfollowing those accounts became so important to me. I don't care which Yeezy is coming out this weekend or who's collaborating with Supreme. I care whether or not a piece of clothing fits me well or if I can wear with nearly everything in my closet. Those are really the two major things that I look at these days. Outside of that though, there are a couple rules that I follow religiously. Don't worry about wearing socks to weddings unless it's black tie. Don't wear too many accessories at once. Limit the graphics or logos on everything you wear. Simple as that. What should the Sunday of a three-day weekend look like? It should go without saying that Sundays in the middle of a three-day weekend are heaven sent. It's a fun adjustment to your normal routine. You get an extra day to relax or nurse a hangover, and it assures you that you're most likely getting a short week once you do finally return to work, school, or the office. Simply put, it's Saturday 2.0, but with more benefits after the fact. The one tip I do have, though, is to go to bed early. I'm not saying you need to be in bed by 8 p.m. or anything, but aiming for 10.30 to 11 
is probably the most responsible thing you can do. Find yourself day drinking all day, you sleep it off. Doing nothing at all, well then you enter your Monday well rested so you can actually feel productive rather than wasteful. It'll especially help if you have to travel the next day, because be honest, you probably do. What are your 15 panic room must-haves? 15 is a very specific number, and when I stumbled across this question, I thought it would be a fun exercise to actually create a list of 15 things. So in no particular order, here it is. Fresh sheets. At least one fan. A scented candle if you're choosing. Wick trimmers. A large ice water. Something to watch or stream television and movies on. A sleep aid, be it over-the-counter or prescribed. A sleeping dog at your feet. A book on your bedside table that you're probably not going to actually read. Loose-fitting clothing. Dimmed lights, or no lights at all. A fully charged phone just in case you need to talk to someone. A throw blanket. A partner in crime to sleep next to. That was 14, and I think my final one's a little self-serving, but I'm going to say the Sunday Scaries podcast. How do you develop an apartment aesthetic? Well, being that I'm now just living in an apartment all my own, decorating it from top to bottom was much more difficult than I ever predicted it would be. When I moved in, I knew I was going to have to buy a lot of furniture and accessories given that I didn't really own that much to begin with. What I did was decide on some pieces I'd be okay with spending the most on. Those turned out to be a couch, an armoire, and artwork. Just accepting that I'd be spending the most on those three things was the first hurdle I had to get over. From there, I simply did everything in my power to know that I loved each of the pieces I picked out in those categories. If I loved those, I knew I'd love everything else and it would fall into place. I've been living my new apartment for about 10 months now and I'm still not even close to getting done decorating it. It truly is an ongoing project, but that's the way it should be. I'm content with where things are now and I'm not averse to replacing anything should I fall in love with furniture down the line. Do you keep a diary or journal? Truth be told, no, I don't keep a traditional journal. Writing is something I've always done, but most of my writing has been made public, for better or for worse. Over the last six years, Sunday Scaries has truly replaced any need I've had for a diary or journal. If I want to write about something, I do it in a way that's both therapeutic for me, but also digestible for someone who doesn't know the entire background of my story. Most of the time when I bring something up considered deeper than surface level on this podcast, it's due to something that's happened to me behind closed doors. While I don't always refer to it specifically, Writing about it in a way that the general public can digest it in is therapeutic enough for me. You probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear, so don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest underwear in town? That's why you should only be wearing me undies. Me undies, without a doubt, are the softest underwear you'll ever own. Not only are they soft, but they're also made for both men and women. Men can now try the new boxer brief with a fly, which is the same great cut as the boxer brief, but now with an additional added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. MeUndies is also the go-to for the softest loungewear on the planet. You can spend your Sunday hanging out in the super comfy lounge pants and onesies, and yes, MeUndies does make onesies. And yes, they're made from the same incredibly soft material as their underwear. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you get MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 15% off of your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to www.meundies.com slash scaries. That's www.meundies.com slash scaries for 15% off. And yes, 
All of that information is in the description of this very episode. What are your favorite craft beers or craft breweries? Admittedly, craft beer is something I've gotten very into over the past few years. I'm not sure if it's because I grew tired of drinking light beers or because tasting new beers is more fun than drinking 10 of the same beer, but I do truly enjoy it. My favorite breweries are largely Michigan-based given that I grew up there. Bells, Shorts, Keweenaw, Petoskey Brewing. But that doesn't mean I don't like a lot of other breweries and beers outside of Michigan either. New Belgium and Odell out of Fort Collins, Colorado, Deschutes, Ballast Point, Fort Point in San Francisco, the list really goes on. I've also taken to craft ciders as well. I mainly drink Shaxbury and Golden State Cider. What's the most optimal bedtime for a Sunday night? I love this question. It's actually somewhat of a callback to a question we just answered about how to treat Sundays on a three-day weekend. I think I have the same answer as I had before, about 10.30 or 11. Whether you have to get up early or not, you're always going to be happy come Monday when you're well-rested rather than tired from pointlessly clinging to those last moments of the weekend. If there's one night of the week where you want to ensure that you get those eight hours, it's most definitely Sunday night. They say it's not how you start and it's how you finish, but starting the week refreshed is a lot better than burning out before your week even begins. What's your grooming routine in the morning after getting out of the shower? To this question, I ask, why not start in the shower? The first thing I do when I wake up is brush my teeth. I'm not sure why, but I have to do it before I even get in the shower. If I wait until after the shower, I always feel like I'm running late for some reason. The shower itself, the routine is pretty simple. I wash my entire body with body wash and a loofah, because I'm a loofah guy, and I wash my hair about once every three days. When I get out of the shower, that's when the real fun begins. I start by cleaning up the areas around my beard, my cheek line, my sideburns, and if I'm doing something that night, my neckline. I try not to touch my beard all that much for fear of messing it up, but I do clean up my cheeks every single day. I also get my beard trimmed about every two weeks just to make sure it looks pretty consistent. When it comes to my skin, I apply one of two lotions. One is from Kiehl's that has SPF in it, and the other is from Le Labo, which simply smells amazing. I've never had bad skin, but I know I'll be thankful in the future if I start using lotion now, especially lotions with SPF. As far as my hair goes, I use a Kiehl's clay for minimum shine but a strong hold, and I apply it pretty sparingly. And to top everything off, I liberally apply deodorant, either from Ursa Major or Aqua de Parma. If I'm feeling real fancy, I'll even toss in some beard oil once in a while, but that's only for special occasions. What are your Sunday anthems? Just recently, I dipped into a playlist I made when I first started Sunday Scaries. While I originally put together this playlist to minimize my scaries, I think the songs I chose for it actually amplify them. Some standout songs are as follows. Have a Little Faith in Me by John Hyatt, and that's for obvious reasons. Lean on Me by Bill Withers, because obviously Scaries loves company. Nobody Knows Me by Lyle Lovett, because the opening lines are pretty perfect. I like cream in my coffee, he sings, and I like to sleep late on Sunday. Can't beat that. With a little help from my friends by Joe Cocker, because just as I said, Scaries loves company. And finally, White Flag by Dido. If there's one feeling that trumps all come Sunday night, it's waving that white flag to let everyone know that the weekend won. Do you prefer to brave your Sunday scaries with a group of friends or by yourself? This is a highly contentious question. While most of us find ourselves spending most of the weekend with our friends, it makes sense that Sunday would follow tradition in that sense. But I've learned something about myself over the past few years, and that's that I'm pretty damn good at entertaining myself. Sundays are the one day of the week where I dedicate myself to being selfish, and more importantly, 
by being on my own schedule. Because the weekend's hourglass is nearly all spilled by then, I know it's my last opportunity to take advantage of the time I do have. And simply put, that means I don't have time for other people to hijack my day. If I do hang out with friends though, I just make sure I say goodbye to them before 6 p.m. That way, I can at least salvage a majority of my night. But with all that being said, I don't think there's anything wrong with a group dinner where everyone recaps the weekend together. A big bowl of pasta, a couple glasses of red wine, and maybe a group watching of an HBO series. You may regret getting back to your apartment later than you'd like, but it's a good thing to change things up every once in a while. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday. You can also follow along on Twitter, which is at SundayScaries, and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at WillDefreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.